going on, everybody? We've got a beautiful huddle light conversation for you today. And today, most especially, we got Mr. Vince Roundtree back with us today. Today, we're going to be talking about why weight loss does not require willpower at all. And if it does, that's right. I bet everybody is like, right? Like, wave at me if you've ever felt like that you had to, oh, get ready for weight loss. Oh, right? Well, I'm going to tell you today the three things that has to happen for willpower not to be required. And while if you use willpower, it is guaranteed to be temporary in nature. And I doubt anybody wants temporary weight loss. The Daily Huddle is a growing tribe of passionate people who want to uplift humankind through their work and throughout their communities. We invite you to elevate the way you experience life through rich and inspiring conversations with today's thought leaders. Be prepared to challenge your views about leadership, health, money, spirituality, communication, and relationships. Welcome to The Daily Huddle. more than that. You're right. Habits 
habits will trump willpower every day of the week. No question about that. But you have to understand that your brain, you have to understand that for as long as we've been on this planet, we have evolved generation after generation after generation after generation after generation. We have evolved to survive. And for most of the time on this planet, food has been scarce. I mean, it's only recent times that you got a refrigerator probably 10 feet from where you are right now. You probably got it. And I, I bet you your refrigerator, you got amazing food in there right now. Just feet from where you are sitting. There's probably a Kroger or a Publix or a, some kind of grocery store. I'll bet you 15 minutes from your house maybe 30 minutes from your house. I'll bet you there's some kind of restaurant in a 30 minute drive from your house or less, some kind of restaurant. We live in an environment where food is plentiful, but you have a brain that has been designed and through generations of evolution, your brain is programmed to survive. And for most of our existence on this planet, food has been scarce. So your brain, so you go ahead and try to lose weight by saying, I'm cutting back. Willpower, and listen, I got to lose 10 pounds. I got to lose 10 pounds. I'm going to eat less food. That's what I'm going to do. Doggone it. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of going to the doctor. The doctor tell me I got to lose 10 pounds or however much I got to lose. I'm doing it. I don't care what it takes. I'm passing up. Every time that my plate comes in front of me, I'm taking 20% of the food off and I'll, I'll be all right. I'll do it. I'm doing it this time. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Rollin, please jump in here and help explain this concept of why when you just make the decision, why is it you can't say, I'm just going to make the decision. I don't care. Right? And if, and if you're trying to lose weight just by saying, I'm going to do it. Right. That's right. All right. Don't change your strategy. You're just mm -hmm. going to do it based on willpower. That's right. So I got, so, so I got good news and I got bad news. All right. I'll give you all the bad news first. Okay. So the, <laughs> actually not, let's go back to the good news. <laughs> all right. So the good news, let's get so started with the good news. Okay. So wave at me guys, everybody in here, wave at me if, if sometime in your life you said, I'm going to do this thing. Didn't really matter what it was. Let's say it's a weight loss, but it can be a lot of things. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. This time is different. It's 
I'm making the decision. Wave at me if you've ever, if you had that. I'm changing things. Okay. Now, also wave at me at some time in the future. You didn't feel that way anymore. Wave at me. And you're like, I don't care. I'm doing whatever I want. I don't care. I've done that long enough, right? <laughs> and so what you experienced is willpower. What willpower is, is a limited resource. It is a finite resource. It's like fuel in a tank and it goes away over time. It's not an exhaustible resource. And here's more good news. It's not connected to your character. Now, how many of us have beat up on ourselves because we said, ah, I'm going to take a break today from all that willpower stuff, right? Wait about me if you've ever taken a break and you felt like you needed a break from all this hustle and grind, okay? But then later on, you felt bad and you started beating up on yourself for thinking that, that you needed a break and that you didn't have enough willpower. That's a misunderstanding of willpower. Is it okay if I unchain y'all this morning, break y'all free of that feeling so you never have to worry about it? Let's all break the chains together. Get ready, get ready. Boom, all right? So that's right. Breaking the chains. Here it is. Willpower is not necessary for weight loss. Willpower is not necessary for to create any new habit, okay? Willpower is designed for one thing and one thing only, to move attention from one thing to another over a small period of time. That's it. That's all willpower is for. I'm going to use my will to place it on another idea, okay? Now, when it comes to weight loss, and you have to do this, by the way, with absolutely everything. We're going to talk about weight loss. We're going to talk about weight loss. I'm going to use an example to explain what I mean by this principle. Okay. So last week we talked, I, I, I drew a little chart and this little chart showed four levels. Okay. The lowest level was tactics. The second lowest was strategy. The second highest was principles. Okay. And the highest is essence. Essence is the lawgiver. Strategies or principles are that which you can rely on on all places at the same time. Okay? So, law of gravity is a principle. Well, here's the cool thing. And the bad news. It's both the good news and the bad news. So, the bad news is that every weight loss strategy I've ever seen, except for one, which happens to be the one we employ, <laughs> plug, um, is breaks a biological principle. And if you break a biological principle, you can do so, but you have to do so with willpower. Okay? So, so stay with me here for a second, okay? There's three principles for weight loss. Wave at me if you already know all three principles. Uh, Right. So if you don't know all three principles, guess what? 
every single so that's the reason why weight loss is slow and frustrating because if because if you don't know the principles you can't align with the principles if you don't align with the principles then you have to use willpower if you use willpower it's temporary and you go back but you thought that willpower was a characteristic of yourself so then you blame yourself instead of the, the ignorance of the of the principles okay so the principles is the most important thing here they are Number one, calorie deficits. Any diet that's ever worked under any circumstances anywhere creates a calorie deficit. What's a calorie deficit? You take in less calories than you use. Just like fuel in a car. You take in less calories. Like, so if you drive 100 miles, you only put 50 miles worth of gas in. Guess what's going to happen, everybody? Right? What's going to happen, fans? You ain't going to make it. That's right. You ain't going to make it. And so if you had an extra tank in your passenger side, and let's call that extra tank the extra right there, you have, that's when you reach into it. Right? That's a calorie deficit. Now, here's the crazy thing. Here's how people achieve a calorie deficit. They exercise like crazy. <laughs> I'm a willpower. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody ever do that? Wave at me if you've ever just heard it and you exercise and you exercise and you exercise and you exercise and you exercised. And guess what? You probably lost weight. Why? Because you went to calorie deficit. Was it sustainable? No. Why? You got hungrier. Why? We'll talk about that here in just a second. Number two, people use shrinking your portions. Now think about this for a second. People use shrinking the portions. Anybody ever thought about shrinking your portions to lose weight? So I'm going to eat less food. I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to eat less food. And I'm going to be good. All right? So if you've ever done that, here's the deal. Doing that will break the biological principle of calorie density. We have stretch receptors inside our stomach. If they're not filled up, if we don't have a, you know about full feeling? Wave at me if you've ever had a full feeling, right? You eat a lot of food. You get full. You feel full. Your stomach's stretching. Those are stretch receptors. You're like, I can't eat another bite. Those are stretch receptors. Guess what? And and you and here's the crazy thing. We get mad at ourselves for filling our stomach up because we think we did something bad. Guess what? That's what your biology wants you to do. That's how you survive. So if you're not doing that, your brain's going to be screaming at you all day long, every day for 64 years if you're trying to do it without it. And so you, actually, you're supposed to fill up your stomach. Think about that. Think about that. Okay. Thirdly, so cal so it's calorie deficit. You have to you have to do calorie deficit. Okay. But if you don't fill up your stomach, if you achieve calorie deficit by not filling up your stomach, guess what happens? Your brain starts talking to you. Eat, 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 eat. Guess what's happening? You're, you're laying in bed at night and you hear rumbling. Before you know it, and you're fighting it, and you're using willpower. You're saying, I ain't going to get up. I ain't going to get up. I ain't going to get up. Well, what do you do? You find yourself, middle of the night, it's dark all around you, and that refrigerator's wide open, and light shining, beaming through, and it looks like heaven's gates. Because all you want to do is eat everything inside of it, right? Third principle. So the first principle, you have to achieve a calorie deficit. Second principle, you have to eat a low calorie food because calorie density means that not all foods have the same size 
So, for example, Vince, you don't talk about this, and I got to hurry. Vince, um, you talk about this. Would you tell me, just as an example, a bag of Doritos versus something like a cantaloupe? Like a small bag. Y'all seen those small bags of Doritos? Give me, give, give me an example of how much of each. How many ounces of each to get the same number of calories? A small bag of Doritos that fits in your hand. Y'all listening? Small bag. I got, I got a picture of it in my. Uh, oh man, I, I don't have it right now. I got a picture of it. That teeny bag that fits in my hand is 2.75 ounces, less than three. It's less than three ounces. To, but that little tiny bag, less than three ounces, is over 400 calories. Robin Stern knows this. This man just knows that less than three ounces 400 calories okay to eat and everybody and tell me if to raise your hand if you can eat a little bag of doritos a little bag of pits in your hand i could inhale it in like minutes <laughs> raise your raise your hand if you can eat two of them you can eat two of them i'm gonna stop right there i'm gonna stop right there you can eat two of them easy okay if you were going to eat and that's 400 calories that's easy and you're not full at all you just destroyed 400 calories and you're not full you're not full your brain says you got to have more than that you're not full okay well which is that to get 400 calories worth of food but you're going to eat it in cantaloupes and not Doritos. To eat 400 cantaloupe, 400 calories in the form of cantaloupe, well, how much do you have to eat? Well, if the Doritos is only three ounces, it's like 2.7, if it's only 2.75 ounces, well, for cantaloupe, maybe 10 ounces. All right, 15, 20, come on, y'all lying, y'all lying, <laughs> okay, 30 ounces, you got to eat 30 ounces of cantaloupe to Stop have it. one bag of Start Doritos, 44 ounces of cantaloupe almost three pounds baby is the same calories as less than three ounces of doritos 44 it's 16 times more food 16 times more food it's more than two cantaloupes raise your hand if you've ever eaten two full cantaloupes at one time nope. <laughs> But you just said you can wolf down one of these bags. You can wolf down two of these bags. Two of these bags would be the same as four cantaloupes. I mean, if that's all I was eating, I could wolf down four of those little bags. They're tiny. <laughs> they're they're tiny. half filled and they're tiny and they're three ounces. That's 
the reason why when you use the principle of calorie density, weight will fall off of you without even trying. That's right. That's right. Okay. So I'm going to hurry up and get to principle three so that uh, we go into this a lot deeper in our challenge. If you hadn't joined our challenge, take advantage of it. It's you ready for it. It's a thousand dollars. Actually, it's seven dollars. So join it. Take the five days. It starts next week. It's fun. Uh, the redlinechallenge.com. Vince may drop the link here and, and in Facebook. Totally take advantage of that. You get five days, uh, five days of us breaking this stuff down um, so that you can go on your last weight loss journey ever. What is number three? Let me explain to you what number three is, okay? And then Vince is going to flesh it out in the same way we did number two. Okay, so the first principle, calorie deficit, you've got to create that in some way, shape, form, or fashion, okay? But you want to make sure that the way you create a deficit is not something that's going to break the need to fill up your stomach. So that's the reason why the principle of calorie density is so helpful and so important is not all calories are created the same. Not all, it does, size doesn't matter when it comes to calorie count, okay? So the third one, what's the third principle? Because you can satisfy the first two, and if you don't satisfy the third one, well, too bad. Let me explain to you. It's, it's nutrient receptors. So you want calories that contain a high level of nutrients. Uh-oh. We got you. You got me? You still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. So what is calorie nutrients? Okay. Well, in the same way you have receptors in your stomach that measure how far it's stretching out to get filled up, you also got little sensors in there that are constantly measuring the individual nutrient values that you need as a person. And it will actually change nutrients around and reform it and tear apart proteins and reassemble proteins and do all kinds of stuff in order to get what you need. And here's the deal. If you don't give it the basic building blocks for what it needs to do those processes, guess what? You can be so full, you're stuffed. Anybody ever been so full that they're stuffed and then still feel like you need something? Right? You eat so much, you can't eat another bite. But there's something nagging at you. And that something that's nagging at you is telling you, you need to go eat something sweet. You need to go eat this. You need, and you're like, I can't, I'm, I'm so full. I'm going to get sick. But you still find yourself in front of the refrigerator looking for it. Why? Because you have not satisfied your nutrient values. And most of the food that people eat today has been so devoid of nutrients that it has size. It has mass. Typically, it has a lot of calories, too, but it doesn't have the nutrition you need. We're overfed and undernourished is a common expression. Here's the deal. Guess what one of the most popular weight loss methods there are? Eat less carbs. Go on a keto diet. And cut out all those keto, 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 keto. Vince, tell me a little bit about 
Well, you know, if someone goes on a keto diet for a long period of time, and if anybody's ever done a long, low carb or a long keto, you find out real quick that your brain starts screaming at you to have a banana, to scream at you to have an apple, to scream at you to have a potato, to scream at you to have some, you know, some squash, right? And, and the reason for that is the nutrients. But here's the deal. I'm going to ask you, because a lot of people's like, oh, a plant-based diet or something like that. What about nutrients? Okay. Are you going to get everything that you need? Well, Vince, how many nutrients do we know essential vitamins and minerals that we know from a long-time long -term uh, low-carb or specifically ketogenic diet that you're going to be deficient in? How many of those are there? 17. 17. You're going to be deficient in 17 essential vitamins and minerals. And that does not include the fact that if you're eating a low carb diet, if you're eating a diet based primarily on meat, we know that you are, you are absolutely, in addition to the 17 vitamins and minerals, you are absolutely going to be deficient in fiber, 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 because fiber only exists in plant-based foods, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, beans, lentils, split peas, chickpeas, potatoes. Fiber is only in unprocessed plant-based foods. There is no, there's zero fiber in meat, zero fiber in fish, zero fiber in dairy, zero fiber in oil, zero fiber. Fiber only exists in whole, whole, whole plant-based foods, right? So beans that look like beans, rice, it needs to look like rice, a potato that needs to look like a potato, a fruit that looks like fruit. Fiber is in unprocessed plant-based foods. And if you're eating a diet that is primarily based on a ton of meat and fish and cheese and bacon, oh, it may sound good for a period of time, but you are void of, <coughs> excuse me, essential nutrients and you are not getting fiber. And when the body lacks fiber, that gets into another conversation of gut health and of immunity your immune system uh, and short chain fatty acids, which are necessary, necessary for overall health. Um, and yes, Stan, regularity. You need fiber for regularity. Fiber and water are necessary for regularity. And I see now we are. Let, let, let me, let me wrap this back up to willpower and then I'll hand it off to you for us to close. So the reason why this, Third principle is necessary is because here's the deal. People get mad at themselves because they go on a keto or a low carb diet and they say, well, I just wasn't strong enough to not eat the potato. I wasn't strong enough to not eat those things. That's not the problem. You're not the problem in that situation. Guess what's the problem? The fact that you're trying to break a biological principle with willpower. Willpower is not meant for you to break biological principles. It's meant for you to just shift your focus in a small amount of time, right? You have that craving for those chips. You say, you know what? 
I do want those ships. But you know what? I, you know, I could get just in, in, in 10 minutes from now, I won't remember the chips if I ate a baked potato. You eat the baked potato, and once you get full on that, you don't want the chips anymore. Right? Because you got all the nutrients, you satisfied the stress receptors, you satisfied the nutrient receptors, and you ate a low-calorie-dense food all at the same time. So you satisfied all three principles that cause you to feel hungry all at the same time. Willpower is just for quick shifts. It's not for long-term sustainability, okay? And so don't beat yourself up when you've tried to go low-carb and it didn't work. It wasn't you. It wasn't your lack of willpower, okay? Y'all, you getting what I'm saying here? And so, Vince, will you wrap us up? But those are the three things you you have to connect. You have to create a calorie deficit, you have to make sure that you're eating low-calorie-dense foods, and you're going to make sure that those foods are high in nutrient value. All those calories that you put in are high in nutrient value. That way you're not overfed and undernourished. At The Daily Huddle, we agree that the best way to kick off the day is to adhere to Patty Dabrowski's seven principles for having a happy body, sexy skin, a laughing spirit, and a rewarding life. Give. Give of your time, your full attention, and of your unique talents. Move. Move your body to keep it feeling energized and alive. Eat mostly plants. Plants are the purest fuel to help you reach your potential each day. Sleep. Sleep is how the body repairs itself and readies us to give our very best each day. Stress less. According to John Perkins, stress is just a problem without a solution. Choose your solution and dismiss that stress. Laugh. Laugh out loud. From your belly to your chest and with your head tossed back. You will fire up your endorphins and bring more energy to everyone around you. Love. Most of all, love. With your words, your thoughts, and your actions, power them with love and watch the way you experience life elevate to all it can be. We thank you for joining us on The Daily Huddle. We are a growing tribe of passionate professionals seeking to inspire a new generation of leaders. Go out and share your unique ability to impact the world. Until next time.